Welcome to Joyfield and Jesus Led. I'm your host, Tony Daniels, sharing real life stories and practical tools that not only let you know you're not alone, but also help you become the emotional, spiritual ninja warrior you've always wanted to be. In this episode, I share how play and solitude were some of my essential companions that helped me build the emotional resilience I needed in order to weather the challenges I faced in Uruguay, South America. I am an overachiever by nature, yet when I moved to a country where no one cared what I knew or who I was, I lost all ability to shine. It would take me 15 years before I could start a business and find my way professionally there. Two poems I'm going to share with you in this episode, A Bird at Play and Daybreak, express how I pressed through my intensity to play and solitude and found a comfort and a peace so much bigger than myself. Hope you enjoy. I'm Tony, and today I wanted to share with you a few poems from my first book, Back to Joy, and a little bit of the context of that those poems, just a few of them. One of the things in my early 30s that became very important for me was the concept of play. I had been known for being a very intense person, let's just say, <laughs> most of my life. I was very driven. I knew what I wanted to be in life. I achieved my goals and I just kind of set out on life that way and went after it. And um, hitting my 30s, moving to a foreign country, having a child, leaving all of my support system and my family and everyone that I knew, um, except my husband, was quite a shock to my system. And it also removed me from any success that I had ever had. And now I'm in the middle of a different country, different language that I can't barely speak. And I really had no way of getting any self-worth from my work. And it was, or for my achievements um, or my successes. And so it was a huge shock to my system. And in order to navigate that well, I ended up doing silent retreats every year for several years, I would go away for three days. I didn't speak to anyone. I didn't even speak out loud to myself. I was completely isolated in the locations where I had chosen in nature. And um, I only took my Bible, a journal, and that was it <laughs> for three days. And no singing, no music. Like I didn't listen to anything except nature and I did not speak. I know that sounds extreme, right? But I just wanted to practice that discipline and find an inner sanctuary with myself and with God so that I knew who I was, right? And what my work was going to be um, and could navigate um, situations like, like self-worth and things, emotional issues that I was struggling with, with parenting and all of that and be able to navigate that well inside of me. So this poem is one of those moments. I was away in the beautiful countryside of Uruguay and I was um, learning about play and thinking about play, being more playful and uh, just enjoying the moment, being fully present in the moment. And I'm on a lake looking at this, this, this gorgeous reservoir uh, where I was and I saw these birds uh, playing and just kept watching them and I was enamored and amazed and so wrote this poem. It's called A Bird at Play. What fun it must be 
being you, soaring, gliding, glazing, diving. You fly so low, your wings almost touch the water. Are you looking for food or are you just enjoying yourself? There's an amazing beauty to your flight, elegant, smooth, silent, swift. You're playful. I see you dancing way up high before you come back down to glide over the water space, almost caressing it, teasing it. What fun it must be being you. The second poem I want to share with you comes from a few years later in life. And we had a friend living with us who um, had been diagnosed with a mental disorder during this time that she was living with us, a pretty severe mental disorder. And um, I was having a very difficult time getting a time alone to myself and being able to just have space, my own space. And so I had sensed a friend, well, a friend of mine, plus sensing that God say, why don't you get up before the crack of dawn, like before anyone's awake in the house and go for a jog on the beach, like come meet me at the sunrise. And that's where you'll get your time alone. And so I decided to do that. And um, even though I'm not a morning person, I hate getting up early. <laughs> I've never done this in my life since. But during that year, every day I would get up at like 4.30, 5 in the morning, and I would walk the three blocks to the ocean. And I would get there sometimes just as the sun was breaking over the horizon, um, over the water. Just beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. But sometimes during the winter months, I would never see it, right? I would walk in dark. Uh, darkness the whole time because I had to get back to get the kids to school. So I couldn't go every time when the sun was rising, but sometimes I hit it perfect on. So this poem was out of those years, just some of those, those months of walking to the beach to see the sunrise. It's called Daybreak. I walk in it this night. It's so natural, so known that I hardly notice it. Deep, dark, terrorizing. And yet, when the dawn breaks, it unleashes a burst of hope, of freedom that runs across the sky and envelops the darkness until it is no more. The light is a power so much bigger than myself and so not about me. Almost terrifying, and yet there's a comfort in its coming. I can fail or succeed, and regardless, the sun will come, and the darkness will flee. I can rest in that reality. Just that reminder that there's something so much bigger than us, right? So it didn't matter. It didn't matter if I succeeded that day or failed that day. The sun was going to rise, and it was going to do what it does, and I think that that comfort for me is is more than I can even express. Um, that no matter what I do with my children and my parenting and my job and my work, I can get it wrong, I can get it right. God is much, much, much bigger than that. And he sustains all of us and all of it. So hopefully um, that just models a little of my process that began in my 20s of learning to quiet, learning to pull away, learning to play, 
Um, and, and that's a huge part of learning to live Jesus-led and joy-filled. So thank you so much for watching. Until next time. Thank you for listening to this episode of Joy-Filled and Jesus-Led. Learning to value solitude and play over performance and recognition is not easy for me. It will be my lifelong invitation. Back to Joy shares stories and resources that have helped me on this journey. It might not be easy, but it is worth the fight to play and rest. The link for that book is in the show notes below. Until next time.